podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Ashes are alive after the England captain saves the day just when it looked like the middle order had given it away, not for the first time this summer. England win at Bristol to make it 6-all in the Ashes with two games to play. This is the Wisden Ashes Daily Podcast. I'm Yaz Rana and representing Wisden at Bristol is Katia Whitney. Katia, they did it. Not the easy way, but they did it. Anna asks, why do we let ourselves hope and then 12 minutes later, she sent in another saying, my question still stands despite the win. Katia, an incredible finish. Yeah, I think we let ourselves hope because it's such a brilliant result, isn't it? I mean, when's the last time Australia lost three games on the trot? I mean, that's brilliant, right? It was so, so close. And honestly, everyone was so on edge for the last like three, five overs of the match. It was really, really tense. But they've done it again. You know, they don't. They don't win easy, do they? Not against Australia, but then no one wins easy against Australia. So it doesn't matter how you win them. Scores on the board, series level. This is the best opportunity England have had to win an Ashes series in a really, really long time. And you can probably hear all the noise going on around me, which is so much of the crowd have stayed. And it's just so brilliant to see this sold out ODI series. There's a whole queue of people watching Heather Knight just talking to Sky. It's brilliant. Heather Knight was brilliant and we'll get on to her in a little bit. Kate Cross audacious that scoop for four was outrageous i understand that there wasn't a fielder at fine legs so australia were kind of saying we don't think you can play that shot and kate cross almost took that as an insult and proved that she can play that shot uh, that was a shot that really it didn't take england over the line but it meant that they could kind of just knock it around to seal the win uh, just an incredible moment for kate cross who player who's who's, who's been through a lot incredibly likable and someone who you just trust in the crutch moments. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't a fielder in position, but there was three stumps that were all exposed. Um, yeah, a little bit a little bit worrying, but it was honestly, like you said, it meant all the pressure was taken off them and they could just knock it around. But they could have knocked it around from pretty much like the end of the power play, to be honest. Um, and they could so easily have lost it. But I guess that's the approach, right? So they kept going. They kept going and kept going when they only needed to knock it around. And even when Kate Cross was coming in with Lauren Bell looking incredibly nervous in the dugout, she was still going to go for it. And she backed herself to take on that shot. And if there's one thing we've heard from John Lewis since he's taken on this England side, it's that he wants them to back themselves. And she thought she could play the shot. She did play the shot and England have won. You know, you can take the approach that oh, if she hadn't executed that shot well enough and her middle stump was out of the ground, then it would be a different conversation. But the fact of the matter is that didn't happen and we're sat here celebrating an England victory. So that's how it works, you know? Sometimes you win and sometimes you lose them. And today England won them. The other really brave shot I thought was Knight taking Gardner for six. There was a fielder out there. She had to absolutely nail it to get it over the fielder and she did. Katty, it's been a quiet series for Knight up until now. How impressed by her were you? Really, really impressed. It's, it's been more than a quiet series, I think. She she got that half century in the test match, but um, since then she's really had a difficult time and she got that duck in her, was it her 100th ODI uh, T20 for England um, at the Oval? Um, and it's been quite obvious that she's been really struggling, but when England really needed her today, she stepped up like she's done so many times before and she did it. And I think she should look back on one of these at this on this innings as one of her absolute best because it was her or nothing at the end. 
and mm. she played she worked the field really really well she like you said that six was also really important um because it showed that England weren't gonna let up they were gonna keep their foot on the gas and their best approach was to attack it and win it rather than try and stay in there and probably get out and she embodied that approach she led from the front and she really really pulled it out the bag today so it's a really important innings I think for Heather Knight because I don't think she's been quite at her best for a little bit now um and to keep the ashes alive to level the series in the way she has is really really positive for her Mm. Um, when Glenn fell, England needed 29 or 39 with two wickets in hand. The rate wasn't really an issue. And that was kind of because England got off to a flyer. 20 for none after two overs, 84 for one off 10 overs. England were good, but Australia were also poor. Missfields, extras galore, um, some some bowling really not to the fields that were set. What What happened to Australia in that first 10 overs? Yeah, it's really uncharacteristic, isn't it? I think there was like in their first four overs, they bowled actually 33 balls, which is ridiculous. You don't really see Australia doing that or you don't see the Australia side that we've known for so many years now do that. And I I don't like to use the words like Australia are rattled, but it kind of looked a little bit like it. They don't look themselves. They don't look their usual kind of clinical, solid selves that drag themselves over the line every single time. And they, they really gave it, a good a good try right till the last last minute today but they really lost it because of their fielding I've, i lost count of how many catches they dropped and how many extras they conceded i mean there were so many misfields as well that are really uncharacteristic and you can separate the best sides in the world from from the rest a lot of the time by their fielding and today australia didn't look like the best side in the world and that is really significant i think and you know whether it will be significant for the rest of the series or not i don't know but today it was really really significant and it cost them the win mm. england obviously didn't have the best day in the field themselves but i, I don't know if you could pick it up from the ground but um watching off the tv it was really noticeable the frustration from melissa healy towards her own fielders and it wasn't actually for the most egregious missed opportunities it was things like not running around in the infield to prevent a ball getting to the outfield that kind of thing not diving not chasing after every lost cause it was noticeable that Healy was showing an element of frustration that you don't normally associate with this Australia side um just another question on England's batting really they got off to that amazing start 84 for one after 10 overs and Catsy and Beaumont didn't really take that as a cue to slow down and knock it into the gaps for ones and twos and it worked for a little bit and then both them fell in their 40s it's one of those things that had England lost you'd probably look back at those moments and being like that's maybe where the game was lost but it really is indicative of the cricket England are trying to play we've now seen Lewis Ball or John Ball whatever you want to call it over over a longer period of time now what do you make of, of the brand of cricket England are trying to play and do you think that that has had much of an influence in them being alive in this series with just two games to go I think the mindset more than anything is the important thing, regardless of what they do on the field. If you look at someone like Alice Capsley, she's really only going to play one one way. And we saw that you can't praise her for doing that in the T20I at Lords, and then equally, uh, you know, not praise her for the way she played today. And she did. She was significant in getting that run rate really low. Um, but it's obvious to see that the the brand of cricket they're playing has really re-energised the side. I think last summer, when you looked towards the end, they looked a really low energy side. They were missing a couple of players and um, it was looking really, really kind of, I guess, stale would be the right word. But, you know, John Lewis has come in. I think he deserves a fair amount of credit for having never coached really a woman's side before, coming in and injecting whatever he had in this side. 
and we didn't give them a chance before the start of the series, right? And now there's two matches to play and the series is level. It's back to, you know, winner takes all again. Whatever he's done, it's worked. Fair play to him. Didn't just find any changes for the next game from either side, really. I mean, Australia, they're under a lot of pressure in a way that they're not used to. Um, I don't know. I don't think England will make any changes. I mean, we're still yet to see Izzy Wong in, in the Ashes and she, she could be a really, really good addition. She's down there, actually. She's just signing some autographs. Um, so she could come in, but I don't think they'll change a winning side. For Australia, I don't know. I, th- I think they'll stick with their chosen chosen uh, 11 at the minute. <laughs> Alyssa Healy's got a really tough job on at the minute. You know, she's, she's captaining a side that she's not used to captaining. She's still got trouble with her fingers. She's keeping, she's opening the batting. You know, it's a lot. Um, and I don't think that should be overlooked in this either. So I think Australia will just look to regroup, think, you know what, we're, we're one match away from winning this series. England still have to win both of those matches. Australia just have to win one. Um, and I said, when's the last time we saw Australia lose three on the trot? Really going back the last time we saw Australia lose four on the trot. Um, anything's possible, but I, I don't think we'll see any major changes for the rest of the series. I think both will continue to back what has given them, I'd say, stability so far. Mm. Well, Katia, cheers for your time. An amazing game, an amazing England win. It's six all, two ODIs to play. We'll be back on Sunday evening off the ODI at Southampton, and who knows what's going to happen next. Podcast Network.